what do you think hello dubs hi what do you think is uh has the best like movie special features what is a special feature that's up to you that's up to this conversation to find because let me tell you let me tell you where this came from I have been, I'm rewatching the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended edition for like the third time in a row, Mm -hmm. because that's almost all I have energy for at the end of the day Mm -hmm. (laughs) these days Mm -mm. is either strip mining in Minecraft or falling asleep to the sweet, sweet sounds of Frodo and Gandalf. Okay. Um, So I'm watching the extended edition and uh, the last rewatch I have, I have been watching the cast and crew uh, commentary edition which is very fun and insightful and i very rarely listen to commentaries because when i want to watch a tv show or a movie i just want to watch the tv show or the movie i very rarely want to hear what the people who made the movie think about making the movie okay um but i'm doing it this time because the making of those movies is lightning in a bottle and is very interesting to hear about and then they're all over youtube you've probably seen so many behind the scenes clips probably mm-hmm. maybe yeah. of lord of the rings i've seen a lot yeah like the funny interviews with the cast of like, oh man, there's this time Sean Bean was afraid to get into a uh, helicopter. So he would just like walk from location to location and we'd be there and like sipping tea and waiting for like two hours. And then he'd come climbing over the mountain all sweaty in full Boromir costume. And he would like demand to bring his shield with him. So he's like fully in character, but it's just because he was afraid to get in a helicopter. Um, So I've been like, absolutely like neck deep in all of those special features and there's so many of them i hadn't seen so anybody who is a huge lord of the rings fan first of all if you have the extended editions either on itunes which they're occasionally on sale in a big bundle um or if you have the dvds or the blu-rays there's some some really really cool special features that you may have think you've seen most of but there are just tons and they're all charming so things like that behind the scenes features deleted scenes bloopers director commentaries those fun little interactive games that used to be on DVDs, like my mm-hmm. copy of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. Do you have any uh, standout special features that you used to partake in, or are you not a big special features guy? I don't really care for special features. At all? Any of those that I listed? Yeah. Why? None of it interests me. Are you not so much a fan of like the behind the scenes, the making of, the peeking behind the curtain aspect of movies? I want to experience a. Hang on, it's raining. It's raining. I was like, is that rain? What is that sound? (laughs) I want to experience a movie to be transported into a different, uh, a a different reality to believe in. Yeah. I don't want to be reminded of none of this is real. This is all a lie. (laughs) This is all fake. There's helicopters right off screen. Yes. And I. It kills the magic. It's why I actually got out of media studies. Because oh, the wow. first course I had was, we're going to talk about the effects of of panning. Wow. And what it does for your emotions when you see a good pan. Oh, no. That's way too deep. And I just went, <laughs> oh, wait, what? Because yeah. I didn't know what the class was. And I went, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do you mean? Like, so we're going to take this scene of this movie. And we're, we're going to notice at the introduction how we pan left to right while zooming out. Wow. Now, what does this make you feel? And I was like makes me feel nice they're like okay well because it's supposed to yeah it's supposed to because <laughs> what we're doing is changing your contextual view of your perception of the scene oh itself and it gives you distance and depth into wow. what you're seeing so and then it's just i i just ejected i was just oh no 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 i don't 
You're ruining movies. You already moved left to right zoom out pans for me. Yeah. Don't ruin everything about movies. Don't for me. ruin all the magic behind it because yeah. I don't want that. That's interesting. And I feel here's the thing that happens when I see the features and behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. When I then watch the movie again after seeing that, none of it's special because I go, oh, yeah, this shot was when they were doing this. Mm. And that's when they I remember seeing what it looked like actually on set and not after like post edit. Yeah. So it's just all this magic of it is gone. And I, I'm not given this theatrical experience of what I'm watching. And that's that's it sucks. Yeah. So no, that's interesting where you are. I think definitely a behind the scenes music guy because you used to make music and you know a lot about like the making of music and mm-hmm. like strategies and techniques and like the way things can be uh, like arranged and stuff like that, where I think a lot of people are just like, Ooh, this is nice. And like, this makes me feel special. But you're like, oh, yeah, because of the phrasing and like the <laughs> the he lets the guitar breathe oh, yeah, and yeah, things like yeah, that. Stuff like that. Well, that's, um, that's yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a part of it's an analytical breakdown of what's happening. But but I feel like music is different from from film in the sense that with music, I feel like you're you're very limited with music. Yeah, I think music is so. We look at that guitar, yes, and we see frets and we see strings. We see six strings and we see what twenty-one frets. Let's just say twenty-one frets or twenty-two frets. Let's say twenty-two. We see twenty-two frets and six strings. That's all we got. Yeah. Now you can do a crazy amount of combinations and crazy cool things, but there's a limit. We have five fingers. Yeah. Right. That's that's it. Yeah. We have for most of us. Yeah, we're capped out. We're capped out, right? <laughs> yeah. So it turns more into how do you express with a limited range of things, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. when you start getting the, the the cadence and breath that somebody has with their with their playing or their voicing or their phrasing or um, their techniques, their blend of techniques, like we saw with Tim Henson of uh, of Polyphia. You see those kinds of things, and that gives you more uh, character. Compared to a movie where I feel, granted, you're also kind of limited, right? With VFX and maybe what you can shoot realistically or not. I think movies are way more open than music. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the stories you can literally uh, uh, wield and and, and craft for people. So, I, yeah, I don't want to ruin it. Interesting. I don't want to watch Portals too many times. You've still only seen it once. Yes. And for those who don't know, we're talking about the portals scene from Avengers Endgame when all the characters are coming through the portals. Uh, yeah, I can't. I still can't believe you've only seen that once. You have the new TV. You have the HDR 4K TV. You have an incredible sound system that our listeners may have just heard because yeah. your girlfriend is watching For All Mankind downstairs and it's quite loud and bassy. Yes. Um, but uh, man, I still can't believe you've only seen that once. And I've seen like the special features and behind the scenes of that movie. And I've also seen it like over 10 times. But aren't you also the guy who loves trailers and researching spoilers and thoughts and breakdowns? You like you, you, you want to see behind the curtain. Yeah, kind of. I actually had a, uh, a conversation with uh, one of my, uh, <laughs> one of the people on the team that I managed today. We were in a, 
we were in a one-on-one meeting and I brought up my friend who blacks out all Marvel and Star Wars movies and didn't know uh, what the poster for Avengers Endgame even looked like and didn't know anybody who was in it and didn't know until I s- spoiled it, I guess, that there was a villain in Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, he was, he was quite amazed and he was like, I'm just the, there's so much he said, which is something interesting that I kind of buy into slightly. And especially with like the black Panther trailer, which I'm sure we'll talk about mm-hmm. the like artistry and technique and effort that goes into making a trailer for a movie case in point, that beautiful black Panther trailer, <laughs> which is like. It felt like a two-minute experience. <laughs> like, that was emotional. And it was just a two-minute trailer for a movie that I'm sure is going to be a huge gut punch. Or maybe just another Marvel movie. But, um... Nope. Huh? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you think we're just going to be a, a wet puddle at the end of that movie? <laughs> well, the thing with Black Panther, which I think for the most part is the most unique movie in all of, all of the MCU, in my opinion, is the fact that Black Panther is a story that doesn't need Marvel in any way. Okay. It's a story that if you just plucked all of those elements out mm. and just changed all the terms and 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 demarvelified it. Yeah. It's still an amazing movie. Yes. Because the story itself and the characters yep. are so powerful in it. Yeah. Agreed. So that's Yeah, to me that's what's so powerful about it. It doesn't it doesn't have to be a Marvel movie. Yeah. It could just be a movie about this different race of people that have been living in, in secrecy and then they have this adva- like techno- technology yeah, and exactly all that secretly stuff. the most powerful country in the world but everybody thinks they're the poorest and they have this guy who has kind of powers and <laughs> yeah, sacred rituals and, and, and yeah. you don't need any marvel sprinkles on it and yeah. it's, it's a badass movie it's and it's a crazy story yeah. and that's what i think is so powerful about it so i think with black panther 2 yeah it, i think it's gonna it's isn't it the same director yep same director yeah almost entirely same cast and then this one's going to be uh have to do with namor um namor the submariner who fun fact is the uh oldest comic book character to be in the mcu namor is a character who predates iron man spider-man captain america captain america was 1941 at the beginning of world war ii namor is 1939 so seriously he he is the oldest marvel character to be featured in the mcu so far and it's phase four. <laughs> it's the last movie of phase four, which is pretty wild. This is pretty he actually predates Marvel Comics. Wait, wait. Before we go all in on this. Yes. You were talking to this person one-on-one. You were talking about... Oh, and he he's a huge movie buff. Uh, and he was saying like how impressive that is and how kind of jealous he is of you. And I was like, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, I just can't do it. And I, I do enjoy trailers. And I still enjoy the movies immensely. Having watched all the trailers, there are a few things here and there that I wish I didn't know. And who knows, like, how much more I would enjoy uh, the movies if I hadn't seen the trailers. But I really enjoyed the trailers, and I really enjoyed the hype, and I really enjoyed the speculation, and I really enjoyed the movie. So is it worth me giving up to hopefully have a mind-blowing experience with the movie? I don't think so. I still had a mind-blowing experience with Endgame. Because while that trailer showed more than I would have liked it to... It didn't show the mind-blowing parts. Yes, but do you remember how many moments I had in that movie that yes. were just holy shit? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had I had one in the first five ten minutes. Yeah. Of the movie with 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 Tony Stark. 
Yeah. Right? So when you thought Tony Stark died. Yeah. <laughs> and then Captain Marvel shows up and you're like, oh shit. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, he doesn't know she's in like the whole trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was a scene showing him later in a white suit. Yeah, exactly. So he exactly. had to live. You watched the trailer after the fact, right? Yes. Yeah. And I, and I was and like, so Jesus. happy. Jesus. Yeah. I was so happy I didn't yeah. see any of it. They didn't show uh, Fat Thor. <laughs> Um, so that was a surprise and his whole arc they didn't imply at all time travel although there were leaks that i didn't seek out but i did find out that oh the um these characters are in their like avengers one costumes i wonder why i wonder if there's gonna they're gonna be like a flashback or maybe time travel or something and then there was time travel they went back to avengers one <laughs> so See? nope 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 things like that, that. don't want any of that no 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 yeah so i am glad that i do the blackouts I'm glad I saw the Black Panther trailer. Yes. Because I watched it and I was like, oh, you should black it out. And then I watched it again and I was like, number one, it's too good. <laughs> it is genuinely like, who knows how good the movie will be? This trailer is perfect. And it really doesn't spoil much. It spoils the plot, which is like not really something for this movie that I think you need to black out. Like the plot of Endgame, you probably shouldn't know. Like all you need to know is Thanos won and they are going to try and win back. That's all you need to know. Um, but yeah, Black Panther 2 is just like more Black Panther. There's a funeral for T'Challa and they go underwater. And there's this guy who looks like uh, ancient Mayan, ancient this Aztec. Baby. This baby born underwater. I don't know what the baby is. Neither do I. I have a theory, but I, it's not like a spoilers or something I read online. It's just, I think that's Namor. Who's the, like, the, he's basically the king of Atlantis. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> there's a bunch of military guys there's well you gotta have the u.s military involved they gotta get their have. slice of pie you yeah. know there's um there's uh an insane soundtrack <laughs> the no woman no cry cover by i don't know who but some african artist that transitions into all right by kendrick Lamar. <laughs> my jaw dropped <laughs> It's the everything gonna be all right and to, it's transitioning into we gonna be all, all right. right. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> genius. <laughs> yeah, that was a genius transition. Oh my God. And I, I think that also hints that Kendrick might be doing the soundtrack again, like the soundtrack soundtrack. Um, Ludwig Goransson, who did the original soundtrack, like the... Do, 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 do. like yeah. the the black panther like <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> you know what i'm talking about I do. right i do I uh do. he's doing the soundtrack again but i think kendrick is doing the ost the official whatever yeah that's called i don't know the difference ludwig is doing the score and um i think it's the you have the score the cinematic scores and then yeah. you have the music that plays throughout which is the soundtrack the soundtrack yeah. because you'll hear just what like the chorus of a song in 30 seconds of a scene yeah. and, and it that's officially technically a song yeah. on the soundtrack so ooh, i'll never forget in the first one uh the car chase scene through seoul i think it was seoul in korea the car chase scene through korea when he's like riding on the hood of the car trying to get to ulysses claw and they're playing like an orchestral rap song because claw is like what are you doing let's get some music yeah. <laughs> and then they like they're driving through the streets of korea i was like oh my god <laughs> this is it's so cool um i'm very excited i i'm cautiously optimistic because there's a uh, there's a lot of production shenanigans going on with that movie but uh i uh that trailer has me almost entirely sold really yeah there's a party that's not sold 
Uh, Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri, is apparently a huge shithead <laughs> uh, on the on the set. She's uh, she spouts a bunch of anti-trans stuff on Twitter and really? was uh, actively anti-vax and anti-mask on the set and was trying to convince other people to refuse to wear their masks and not get vaccinated and straight up held up production because there were like scenes that she was integral to. And yeah, I don't know. I'm And I'm also like, we'll have to see how it happens in the movie. Whatever happens in the movie, we genuinely have no idea. Nobody knows. But at the end of that trailer, there is a person in a panther suit, uh, which I will point out had like gold accents on it instead of the purple ones. So it could be a different character that looked more like Killmonger suit. But there's a lot of theory spinning around about who might take over the mantle of Black Panther. We're almost sure they're not recasting T'Challa. Um, but could it be M'Baku? Could it be Shuri? Could it be Okoye? Could it be somebody we don't know? Could be someone we don't know. Could it be Killmonger resurrected? Right. Um, there Yo. could be. Which I'd be, I would not be uh, opposed to. That would be pretty cool. Cause like he had like a turning point. He had like an awakening moment and then unfortunately he died. <laughs> and he was one of those villains where it's like, okay, he's a bad guy, but I get it. <laughs> Like, I but get, he's not a bad guy. I get the point that he's making. <laughs> but he's not a bad guy. So, like, if he could have some sort of, like, redemption or something like that. Like, if he spent a bunch of time in the ancestral plane and then was somehow resurrected and was like, sorry about all that. I get it now. <laughs> I'm going to be Black Panther. And, like, people are cool with it. Hell yeah. More Michael B. Jordan. Also, if he's not in it, it is the first movie that the director has made that doesn't have Michael B. Jordan in it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he has made three movies. He made Fruitvale Station, Creed, and Black Panther. So, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is in all of them. He's his, like, uh, Christopher Nolan, Michael Caine. <laughs> I was going to say Christopher Nolan. Uh, what's his name? Not Christopher Nolan. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Scorsese, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I'm. But if it's, if it's Shuri... I, I, it would be a tough pill to swallow having Letitia Wright be the, the having the mantle of see, Black Panther. you with the features and the behind the scenes shit. See, if I didn't know that, I don't give a fuck. I see Sherry become Black Panther. Oh, we talk about it in the review. You'd be like, that was so cool. And I'd be like, here's why it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but the movie looks stunning. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sure the soundtrack is going to be great based on the soundtrack for the trailer. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, and then like the visuals were like breathtaking. You know what I, you know what came to my mind when I watched that trailer? Yeah. I'm going to eat some crow. Okay. Takes off his headband. Yeah. Remember when I maybe had, you know, just this, a small amount of doubt about Shang-Chi. Yeah. <laughs> a li- a little bit. Just. I think if, if anybody was, wants to go back and listen to those episodes, I think you're a slightly hesitant about liking. Wait. Oh, no, no, no. Shang-Chi. That's one where you are absolutely positive. That was going to be a disgrace to your culture. And it was going to be a it was going to be a horrible shit show of a stereotypical movie. That one. Yes. that one. <laughs> Yeah. I want to say that I feel like both with Black Panther, <laughs> Shang-Chi. Yeah. And Black Panther 2. I feel like those story, and I'm not trying to minimize the story of something like Doctor Strange or Thor whenever I do see it, but I feel like those movies have a more emotional impact, and I don't know why. Mm. 
the storytelling side of it, I feel. Mm. Uh, like, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's technically origin stories in a way. Yeah. And maybe that's why, because that's what the stories The story being told is an origin story. Yeah. And maybe. not so much the continual story progression of characters we a, already know. A very chapter, well. a middle chapter. Yeah, it's yeah. not the middle chapter of growth that we we kind of are expecting. It's a brand new experience with a new character and that kind of whole uh uh discovery of this of this person. Mm. And maybe that's why. Mm. But I feel like those movies hit harder because they touched more on an emotional level. I Eternals doesn't count. <laughs> yes my movie experience not withholding although i will say quick note about eternals druig uh the one who could like kind of manipulate people that was his power he was a pretty emotional character in that movie he had a but lot the of emotion story yeah the story was fucking whatever but yeah exactly uh, that's my point though. i also like, think with shang chi and black panther shang chi was directed by i believe i hope i don't get this wrong, a chinese american director and black panther is directed by an african-american director and i feel like their stories have a lot of heart and personal experience in them Mm, and they like they come from the heart where dr strange and thor big hollywood directors you're signed this contract to make this thing and this is your budget and this is your goal and you're supposed to bridge this gap between this and that where with these it's like here's a comic book character that represents me and I have a lot of thoughts and ideas for the story of how to make it as emotional as it is for me to feel emotional reading these comics. And I'm going to pour my heart and soul and my whole personality mm-hmm. into it. And they're kind of given the keys to the castle, like h- hire who you want, yeah, <laughs> do what true. you want with the soundtrack, yep. make it authentic, make it you. And they are a gut punch. <laughs> and, and same thing with Miss Marvel. Like that show is so pakistani <laughs> and it was like it's like damn for like pakistani people this is like a finally moment yeah. where it's like holy shit i get someone in the mcu now yeah um and like even for me like that that parts of that show but before it got really generic and bad and and boring uh were like <laughs> super emotional and super touching um and even towards the end there were some i mean some really here's the thing with parts. the miss marvel show the best part what, in my opinion, was the family dynamic. Yes. It was agreed. the mother and the father. It and the mosque. And the, the friends mosque. at the mosque. And, it was, yeah. yeah. That was, the to me, the most interesting part of it. Yeah. Same. It was just, that's the cool stuff. Yeah. And Mainly, that's what I wanted more of. And then they're like, yeah. oh, world-ending event and time travel and blah, blah. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me high school and home and weddings. <laughs> it yeah. was so sweet. <laughs> yeah. It's just... And maybe it's just because it's my lack of experience in that culture. And yeah. that's why I'm so intrigued by it. And I liked seeing it. Yeah. I thought this is, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now my Pakistani friends, I understand what they mean when they talk about their parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you it's know, like, that's why they seem to have so many cousins or aunties yes. because yes. they weren't necessarily all, all their real aunties or is like my eighth aunt yes. <laughs> once twice removed type I of deal. It. I get it. I get it. I understand a part of it now. And that's yeah. kind of cool. It was awesome. So yeah, to answer your point, or to reiterate my answer to your point, it's that I'm not worried about Black Panther 2. Okay. Because you th- still think it's going to have that DNA that made the first one so impactful and successful for you? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, I am, because of that trailer, reminded of that fact. Of like, oh shit, this, the first movie was very special. And Letitia Wright being a shithead, I don't think is going to ruin that. I want to find her on Twitter. Not right now. <laughs> no, just so I remember. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to see 
Um, just how bad. It, I, it's not so much her Twitter. Like she doesn't have a J.K. Rowling level Twitter account, but uh, she said some stuff here and there. And then it was mostly the anecdotes about her on set, and like they had to shut down production for a couple weeks because she like refused to get vaccinated or wear her mask. And they were filming it in like peak COVID, like late 2020, early 2021. So, okay. Um, you got some notes on here that I wanted to. Oh, so closing the loop. Sorry. Uh, special features. Just not a fan. You don't like being shown the movie magic. I don't want to know about it. I want to be. Don't you want to view something and it's your portal into a different reality to experience? That's video games for me. I don't want to know shit about the making of video you games. Don't want, you I don't, just you want to dive into that world. I, I don't know. I, I It's so interesting to me with movies. Like, I feel like like working on movies in some way was like it was and is one of my dream jobs um, or like maybe being like a, a musician for you or something like that was is something that you would love to be theoretically. I uh, here's the funny thing. Let's say hypothetically, I could have been a professional musician on mm-hmm. a large scale. Yeah. Let's say hypothetically, I was in a big name band yeah right um and i was famous and i was on the billboard and i had music videos yeah that's a that's a certain kind of famous that's what i'm saying that's like pop famous imagine yeah imagine if i was that successful yeah you know and we were right now in one of my studio mansions we would still have this podcast yes okay cool i'm honored yes (laughs) i the problem is with that is that i would see videos like the Derek trucks video i sent you and i would i would want to retire and I would say, why do I have a career right now? I don't deserve a career after this because I'm not a musician. Uh, and for those who want to know about this Derek Trucks video, uh, it was, ooh, let me find it. It was called uh, Lie in Our Graves with Derek Trucks, Dave Matthews Band. Lie in Our Graves with Derek Trucks, Dave Matthews Band. It is legitimately one of the best guitar solos I think I have or will ever see. <laughs> It was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and we just ranted about it pretty much the whole time we were working out today. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was something that I saw and I just went, oh, it's Derek Trucks. I love Derek Trucks. Let's see what he did this time. Oh, and I, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> you sent it to me and then said, this video literally makes me want to sell all my music equipment. <laughs> One of the most beautiful guitar parts I've ever heard. It's great watching the other band members just be like, damn, what the fuck? <laughs> the trumpet player literally yells, God damn, in the background. And he does. If you look. He stops walking. Yeah, he's walking and the guitar solo distracts him and he turns and says, God damn. <laughs> he says, oh my God, God damn. I think he says yeah. And it is, you will see why if you watch that video, if you find it. Um so yeah, it's, uh, something like that will just want to make you sell all your equipment. And none of them are average at their... They're all top-level musicians at their roles. Oh yeah, say Matthews what you will band. about the Dave Matthews Band, but they are all like masters of their art. And yeah. then they are all blown away by Derek Trucks. <laughs> yeah, I love the ending when uh, Dave goes on mic and goes, ah, Derek Trucks, everybody, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then just a roaring applause. Yes. And he's just like, yeah, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So so you're thinking no? No. Would you, w- you wouldn't like literally give up. You'd have like a couple days where you'd be like, nah, I'm fucking worthless. I would and then call, you'd get over it. I would it. call for an interview with Vogue or GQ. 
and it would the title would be why i'm retiring from music <laughs> and it would be saying what happened and i would say go to youtube.com <laughs> slash mx2qrl <laughs> read out the url that you go have memorized watch this video with headphones on yeah and Ask yourself, why would I ever listen to this guy's band ever again? <laughs> Wipe your tears away and then try to put yourself in my shoes. Yeah. How could you live with yourself trying to continue to play music? Yeah, when you will never be able to artistically and creatively express yourself in such a high-level, technically perf- technically perfect uh, uh, execution of character. See, like I don't... <laughs> I don't think that's true for you. I think if you had a successful thing going on, I don't think you'd feel this way right now. Why do you play hockey if you're not going to be the next Connor McDavid in the NHL? Well, I like playing hockey. You like playing music. But it's not a job. But if it, if it became do. a successful job, like if you got scouted at one of your pickup games and oh, someone's okay, like, yeah, I want yeah. you to play oh, in yeah. the minor leagues. You're only, what, 34? <laughs> prime, <laughs> prime age for minor leagues. <laughs> Yeah, the prime ripe retirement age for the minor <laughs> leaguers. That's yeah. what we want. You're older than Connor McDavid, right? Uh yeah, yeah. I think Connor's in his mid twenties. Jesus, I think right now I think he's twenty five. <laughs> Jesus, I think. Yeah. Oh my God, it's crazy when you see hockey players that are my age. Yeah, in the league. Yeah. Um, that's like. Who would that be? There's someone on the Avalanche who's like in their mid 30s, I think. Eric Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yep. And they're just like, I can't believe he's still playing in the league. <laughs> and he won a Stanley Cup. <laughs> and he won a Stanley Cup. Uh, Sidney Crosby's my age. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think he's 35. What about uh, Alex Ovechkin? Same. Yeah. They both still play, right? Oh, yeah. 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 35 ish, maybe 36. They're yeah. in this range. Yeah. So uh, um, 100% I would. You would quit. <laughs> you don't think it would be discouraging if I was a professional hockey player and it, here comes along a kid named Connor McDavid who just got drafted at 18 for the Edmonton Oilers and I go okay everybody says he's really good let's see and I play my first game against him and they're like okay you play defense you're a top defenseman covered McDavid I go okay and then he breaks my ankle six times <laughs> And he blurs past you. He somehow quantum phases through your body with the buck. You think I'm going to feel good about playing? The hour spent yeah. practicing and honing my craft. The time thrown in the trash. Yeah. Is that my, 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 my peak physical, like 26, 27 in my prime? Here comes an 18-year-old kid. And you get hit with a blue shell. Just... Yeah. <laughs> A blue shell, the spiky shit. Oh yeah, spiky shit. <laughs> yeah. And he just just fucking breaks my ankle six different ways coming down the ice. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you just did like a speedy, like wacky inflatable tube arm man, <laughs> like tango dance, trying to play defense on this invisible Conor McGregor. I've had I've had my ankles broken before by by somebody out deking me. Yeah, where. You just you think it's one way. You go. You you bite. You're just oh, oh you fall and you exactly. So it's happened, and that's like break your ankles. Yeah, it's just oh my goodness. Oh dude, yeah. See, I I I feel like if I had a good thing, I would see that video and be like, damn, he's good. Anyway, I'm doing my thing. Like look at look up uh, anybody who wants to see a, another pretty good guitarist in a very different way. Look up the uh, NPR Tiny Desk concert for Brushy One String. 
It's a guy, I think, from Jamaica who okay. has a guitar where five of the strings broke, and then he just started busking with one string and making these like super soulful blues songs with one guitar string. I think it's the low E. And he just plays. He just does his thing, and it's great. <laughs> and he's he's great. But he's not going to see Derek Trucks and be like, ah, what's the point? <laughs> True. I think it's just the... the, the it's just that's a level of skill that's so it's the sun right (laughs) it's the sun it's 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 as if i built fire and i'm so proud of the fire i built to keep me alive and then over the horizon comes the sunrise And I look at the light that I use to survive. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you block your eyes. And I can't look at it. It's so bright. <laughs> and that's what it is. It's just, I survived 20 days, 20 nights, 20 straight nights with no sun. And I survived off of this fire that I built with my bare hands. Mm. And I kept alive and I fed. And I, and, I, and I expertly kept it going in all the wind and all the, all the weather and all that shit. And then uh, for some reason, on the 21st, quote unquote, night, the sun rose. Yeah. That's what it would feel like. it's Derek Trucks. And it's Derek Trucks and that's fucking three minutes solo just coming up over the horizon. And I just can't look at it. It blinds you if you look at it too, too, too straight on. That kind of thing. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And then you think, what an inspiration. Let me build a bigger fire. It's no, because that's something that's so insurmountable. And people know that. that. I people give you a break. Myself. They'd be like, "Okay, Dubs in the Sunshine Band, uh, you don't, you don't need to be the sun. We know that's no, unattainable." No, 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 no. It's not. It's not about like the people who listen. It would be how I would. My goal of playing and what it would be, what I do it for for myself. All of a sudden, I see the level you could achieve, but you can't. I'll never be. That able is to an do that. unachievable level. I couldn't, so what's I, the point I in feeling that way? I, it's. It's not. I'm not saying I'm actively trying to feel it. It's just I. I play the instrument to to express something and I cannot express it as well as I would like to and that frustrates me. And then here comes the sun and I see in all of its power its ability to express itself as that power and I go, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And I feel you. That's what I run into. Um, I think it's just a me thing, but that's just... I'm only talking about guitar. Yeah. I'm just talking, that's it. I'm just talking about guitar. That's it. Is there any other way you would be into the music music industry? What do you mean? Like I would be working in the music industry? What, is there any other instrument you would play or any type of music that you would try to put out? Uh, no. I, I would, I, I don't mind producing. Okay. I do like producing. Yeah. Producing's fun. Yeah. Hashing and breaking or like, tinkering with songs and structure and format and then the production side of what's the mic placement which we have for that sound and what should we do for the effect and and, in the edit when should we just compress here and let's let's cut it off here so it's a dead stop and then we Mm, that stuff or fade out that stuff is fun yeah that's interesting cool well agreed neither of us will join the music industry in fear of derek trucks (laughs) preach um you have a a note here that i think makes sense which is odd it just says best burger yes go what is your best burger combination for your order um plan b bacon cheeseburger medium 
What cheese? American? Cheddar? American. Okay. How do you cook your burger? Medium. Okay. What's the bun? Whatever they have at plan B. <laughs> I think, I don't think it's a sesame bun. Brioche. See, the past two times I had plan B burgers, they were so poor on the ratio of bread to meat. Mm. I said, I'm not doing this. Not anymore. enough bread or too much bread? Way too much bread. Not enough meat at Interesting. all. I haven't had that experience. To the point where I had to open up the bun and, and say, oh, okay, there is meat here. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have not had that experience. Horrible. Interesting. Horrible. I love their burgers. So juicy, so tender. Ooh, so flavorful. So perfectly bacon seasoned. Cheeseburger. Is that what you get from every burger joint? B- bacon cheeseburger, yeah. Really? So five guys. Bacon cheeseburger with uh single mayo. patty? Double patty? Little bacon cheeseburger, thank oh, you for okay. asking. Okay. Um because too much meat. With with five guys, the the bun gets all greasy and then soggy and then small. So just by ordering a five guys burger, the bun ratio goes down because it is five guys and it is a sponge for all the grease. True. Um, so I just stick with a little, which less grease. So the bun still stays a little voluptuous uh, and then it's it's a little bit less meat. And uh, I don't need that much meat. Um, little bacon cheeseburger with uh, American cheese. Obviously, that's what we have there. And from there, I will do caramelized onions and uh, ketchup. Hmm. I, I do like a onion on a burger. I've been getting into the lettuce and tomato. I've never been a big tomato guy, um, but lettuce I've been I've been a, a fan of for a bit. The McChicken honestly bridged that gap. Um, trying lettuce on more sandwiches, um, but it doesn't have that that hot <laughs> hot flaky wet <laughs> lettuce vibe. Uh, and then I've recently started adding tomato. And if the tomato's thin. It's pretty good. Adds that little slide around. Yeah, slide around and like you don't take a bite and then you get slapped in the chin with a big wet chunk of tomato. Okay. When you rip it out of the burger. Okay. Okay. So my mouth is watering. I need a break. What about you? Uh, I change the burgers I get depending where I'm going in the mood. Okay. Okay. But I will say there are some constants I aim for. Onions, raw. Okay. Lettuce. Tomato. Raw. <laughs> Tomato, raw. Yeah. Uh, raw jalapenos. Oh, oh okay. If yeah, they, yeah. If they offer them. Not raw pickled? Ha- not pickled. Okay. Fuck no. Raw jalapenos. <laughs> okay. I bounce between cheddar cheese and American cheese. See, there are some places that cheddar hits the spot. I usually do cheddar. Yeah. To be honest. I yeah. usually do cheddar. Um, there are places and times when I get American cheese. And I do lettuce buns. Oh, in the grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I do lettuce wraps, sub lettuce wraps, all and the time, whenever I can. Okay, and here's the cool thing I've learned. Yeah, when you do a lettuce wrap, when you get a lettuce wrap, it is so clean. Yeah, and crisp because there's so much lettuce. Yeah, but because of that, you don't get a lot of seasoning or salt. So what you do is, you make up for it with the fries. Ooh. And here's the trick. Uh-oh. Because you're using a lettuce wrap. Yeah. And it's so crisp. Uh-huh. And usually it's a little wet because they have to wash it. Mm-hmm. It helps all the burger fluids. Like the... Ju- <laughs> Sorry. I meant to say juices. Okay. The yeah. burger juices. Well, <laughs> Drip. Yeah. <laughs> Out of the lettuce wrap? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like, like lube. onto the... Yeah. Mm. It just helps all those juices just flow out. So when you take a bite, all it's just... 
like all that's the juices. That's not good. Go, I don't oh, want oh, that. Oh, yes. And it just drips onto your plate. Onto your fries. Onto the fries. <laughs> so, yes. You had me in the first half. I wasn't yes. going to lie. <laughs> yes. And then because it's a lettuce wrap, it doesn't keep all the condiments in one spot because you don't spread it like a bun. So you'll get random drops of mayo. Onto the, the fries. Yup. Yup. <sighs> and then the fries are seasoned. So you take a big bite and you get this crisp, fresh, like, like clean burger taste. And then you get the like the pinch of salt from the fries that have been, I guess, coated in the burger flavors. Yeah. And a little bit of the condiments. Wow. And it just enhances it with a little bit of that salt. That's pretty good. What's your best burger? Ooh. Okay. This might be a little offensive. Uh-oh. Okay, well, wait a minute. The best burger that I get or the best burger I've ever had? Give me both answers, please. Best burger I've ever had, In-N-Out. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, triple, triple, uh, animal-style, protein-style with animal-style fries. Yes, that is the order. That is the correct order at In-N-Out. Okay. If you go to In-N-Out and you don't order that, congrats, you wasted a trip to In-N-Out. Yeah. Uh, incredible. <laughs> yeah. That is my, uh, that's probably the best burger I've ever had. It is the best fast food that exists, and it's a crime that they still haven't made their way out east. It's it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, my go-to, based on my proximity, actually, yeah, is a monster burger, subbed lettuce wrap, no pickle relish, uh, with jalapenos from Red Robin. From Red Robin, okay. With steak See, fries. not offended at all. That's a savage burger. Red Robin has fucking amazing burgers. That's a savage burger. I don't know if you've seen it. The monster burger. Untouched is 1,200 calories, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Describe this burger again. It's savage. (laughs) It's fucking savage. It's a half pound of beef. Um, Actually, I have the Red Robin app, so let me just... (laughs) Let me just... (laughs) You are ready. Dude, it's... it's it's something, buddy. Welcome back, Dubs. You have enough points for five free meals. (laughs) I try. Uh, So, um, I would say... Because of the proximity, it's five minutes, not even yeah. five minutes down the road. It's what I go to. It's one of the closest restaurants to you. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hang on a sec. Not uh, a bad option by a long shot. And their fries really? you are, don't think so? are world class. Yeah. Okay. No, that's in like the easy, easily attainable for me. Top five burgers. I'm sorry. 1,280 sure. calories. The Monster Burger is two gourmet patties, your choice of cheese, red onion, reds, pickle relish, pickle, shredded lettuce, tomatoes, and mayo. I get it with uh, cheddar cheese, red onion. I take off the reds, pickle relish. I put it in a lettuce wrap, and I add, uh, uh, like I said, cheddar cheese, and then I add the jalapenos, and yeah. Yeah, I'm in. And I, I then technically mayo, too. Yeah. Also, I found out you can get free side sauces. So I usually get two side sauces for free, so I can just dip it if I want some more flavor. Oh, my. <laughs> or even better, you take one of those big-ass steak fries that they come with. Yeah, they do. And you scoop up a lot of the sauce, mm. and you use that as the applicator mm. into your next bite. <laughs> the paintbrush. And then you bite the fry, and then you take the bite of the... <laughs> <laughs> with your whole neck. <laughs> you swing your head into the burger. You, you beat the burger with your open mouth. <laughs> Like it's Dude, a mace. <laughs> that is a that is a treat. Yeah. I treat myself to that. That is a treat. How often do you get that? Red Robin or, the, or that burger? Uh, I, both. Red Robin usually once every two weeks. Okay. That burger? 
Uh, once every two red robin trips <laughs> no probably once a month okay that's the same okay once every two months <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry that's a good point um yeah every three trips i probably get it okay yeah that's fair it's just it's massive yeah also i didn't know uh if you don't know people listening you can just get extra orders of fries to go because their fries are free so you don't just get the side that comes with your burger you can click the extra customizations and it just says oh yeah free fries do you just want more fries extra on the side you say yeah and they give you a whole serving of fries <gasps> just for free to come with it <laughs> so you still get that awesome experience of holy shit that's a lot of fries have you done dine-in this month because you did alert me to their july special yep. it's like ten dollars ten dollars for, for a gourmet burger it's the bonsai whiskey river and the uh like just cheeseburger or something the gourmet bonsai in yeah. whiskey river those yeah. three are ten dollars and and fries and a drink and fries and a drink 10 bucks yep. that's an insane deal i did it but it is dining only you did that we sat outside and we got those <sighs> we got those i got my whiskey river with the barbecue sauce on the side sub lettuce wrap with cheddar cheese extra serving of fries it was great and you had a gallon of french fries <laughs> it was fantastic oh Oh, man. This episode is brought to you by Red Robin. Thank you to our sponsor, <laughs> please, Red Robin. Please sponsor us, Red Robin. I really hope so. <laughs> so, wait a minute. What about you? What's your best burger you've ever had? Best burger I've... Best burger I've ever had? I mean, In-N-Out is probably up there. But, honestly, Plan B. Like, there have been... Not every Plan B bacon cheeseburger medium with ketchup is the best burger I've ever had. But, like, probably one of them was like so good probably the one that made me decide this is my favorite place to get a burger what was, do you get with your burger on the side on the side i get the parmesan truffle fries uh okay. with uh i think just like they have like a ma uh, an aioli okay. no it's uh parmesan fries with truffle aioli on the side what's your drink uh tall boy angry orchard the 24 ounce or whatever <laughs> angry orchard okay and it is i do like the wide mouth like 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 i chug it <laughs> in between a couple bites of the burger and then just like two gulps of that and it is not like oh in the summer when you're out with your friends and you're laughing you're having a good time mm, burger mm, delicious couple fries couple fries there is no <laughs> There is no better feeling in the world. Oh, it's so good. Really? Sorry for that gross noise. But <laughs> it is It is really good. Okay. Okay. See, my problem is I'll always want a beer. Yeah. But then I realize I always get full off of beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just chug ice water. I don't get full off of cider, though. I get the same feeling I with think beer. You're just I feel a savage, bloated though. No. <laughs> I get bloated off of beer, which makes you feel full, but it's really you're just full of gas. Uh, but there's something about specifically Angry Orchard at least. That's okay. not very gaseous. It's more like juice. <laughs> it's like slightly carbonated juice. And it's like carbonated more than uh, fermented or whatever beer is. It's not carbonated, right? It's just fermented. Cider? No, beer. Beer's fermented. But it's not carbonated, right? No, there shouldn't be additional carbonation put into it. I want to say cider is carbonated. It's all, it's it's more like an apple so. wine that's carbonated rather than fermented, I think. But I'm not sure. I could be com just completely wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm making it up. I thought it was... But it has the feeling of carbonated. 
Okay. It feels like carbonated juice, where beer feels like fermented. It's foamy, not fizzy. Ah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's why cider doesn't hit that way. It's like oh. it's like chugging apple juice, <laughs> but you're getting drunk because you're chugging essentially beer. <laughs> it's 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 quite good. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, I think probably one of those experiences. I've gone to Plan B a couple times with like uh, friends for my birthday, and When's that la- that's okay. always a good time. When's the last time you went to Plan B? My birthday with my parents, <laughs> my parents, my sister, and my girlfriend. Okay. Um. So last October. Last October. I oh I think by the way, my parents and my girlfriend and my sister keep asking me what I want to do for my birthday, and I've had big plans for a while. Like oh, on my thirtieth, I'm going to do blah blah blah. I don't think it's going to come together, but Jay Gilberts. I'm like, <laughs> listen, y'all, it's time. None of you have been. I got to take you there. Girlfriend, so, you're going to love the veggie platter. They it's also amazing. Got, they also got fish. It is amazing. It's I've amazing. made it a couple times now uh, uh, yeah, on, on the grill at home. Uh, very amazing. And I, I it's that's going to be it. So going out with my Your family, parents have Jake been, Elvis. right? Nope. Never been. My dad is going to lose his mind. <laughs> my mom's also going to like it a lot. I don't remember what day of the week my birthday is, but I want to say it's a Monday, which means half price bottle of wine. Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> shit. You're going you're gonna to party it up, man. Yeah. Still trying to figure out if I want to do a friends thing because, you know, it is the 30th. So that's a fun, that's a fun deal. What do you do on your birthday? Me? Are you asking me? Yeah. Or like the world? No, you. The almighty me. No. <laughs> The universal me. No, you. You. What do I do on my birthday? Yeah. Family dinner on my birthday. That's always That's been, always a thing. Yeah. yeah. Is that a thing or is that just a my family thing? No, I do it. It's I, like I usually, on the day itself. I usually do it the, the day itself. Day. I do yeah. lunch or dinner with the family. And then the closest weekend day is a friend day if I have a friend day. I and just I, got super sad by you saying that. What? Have you not had like a friend birthday in a long time or what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it has, it's been a while for me too. I don't remember the last time that happened. Honestly, my friend's 30th is next month and they live in, uh, Pittsburgh and they're doing like a reunion tour of all the places they used to live of like Connecticut, Albany, Rhode Island for like a long weekend. So they're like, Hey, miserable, huh? Uh, not for them. That sounds miserable. That's a lot animal. of driving. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, not a lot of driving. No, no, no. Shut up. <laughs> but they're gonna be like, "Hey, Connecticut, Saturday, make it happen. Let's let's hook up." Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've had this plan. I think I've told you about this for like two or three years for my thirtieth birthday. Sixteen player Mario Kart Double Dash tournament LAN party. Sixteen GameCube controllers. Four GameCubes. Four copies of Mario Kart Double Dash, four Ethernet cables, can you, one router, four TVs, and a place to do all that. Can you? I was gonna say, can you fit all that at your house? No, not at my house. Lord, no. I would need to like rent a place. Oh shit, or something. I don't know. I need to figure something out, but I would need to have an, a a place that would be willing to host that as an event. I as legit, a private event. I legit think I haven't done something for my birthday since 2016. So you didn't do anything for your 30th? I don't think I did anything crazy. Yeah. 30 is like the big, the first. The big death. Okay. 
30 is the little death. <laughs> that causes fear. <laughs> it is. No, it, is. Uh, it really is. It really 30 is. is the first of the, okay, you only really get a birthday every 10 years now. We only give a shit every 10 years now. 30 is the first one of those where you get one through 18 is a big deal. 19, slightly less people care about 20s. Hey, you're not a teenager. 21's a big one. 21's, 21's a baller. 21's big. 22, nobody gives a shit. 23, nobody gives a shit. 24, 25, you could rent a car. 26, 27, 28, 29, nobody really gives a shit. And then 30 is like, hey, you're kind of used to people not giving a shit now. But hey, good news. We still care every 10 years or so. So I do kind of want to do something for my 30th. I feel like people would... If I said, hey, everybody, I'm going to do something for my birthday, I think people would show up. Oh, I'd show up. I just... Oh, thank you. I just don't... <laughs> We're kind of over birthday parties. No, now, it's I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to differ. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm being quiet. It's because I'm thinking like, is it just because I'm sad or is it because <laughs> there is a legitimate? You're also essentially laying down in your chair right now. <laughs> if you're asking me, because I'm getting sad. You look sad. That's... <laughs> this is a brand new uh, body <laughs> body language I've it's never just... seen while recording an episode with you. It's because I'm getting sad. Yeah, uh, I just. I mean, it's fine. This is a sad show. People do listen to this to get sad. So. True. That, that is that is the purpose. <laughs> Misery loves company. What What is it? Tell me, Dubs. Maybe you'll feel it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait, buddy. <laughs> I think it's just another aspect of childhood that just kind of fizzles away. It's There's something that happens to your perspective that changes. Yeah, I, I I have to tell you that, but it's just the way you said, "Oh, I can't. I would love to do this with my family, and I'm, I want to do this with my friends." And I was just thinking, I I just had a birthday mm-hmm. like a few months ago. I was about to say, like, next birthday, do something. We'll show up, but you got a ways to go. I got a ways to go. <laughs> you got like about eleven months. But I was trying to remember what I did, and I think I got my skate sharpened. And you probably fucking did a bunch of chores. I think I did. I think I got my (laughs) skate sharpened. And then I had lunch with my family. Yeah. And then I think I had dinner. Yep. Sure. That's cool. Did you take the day off? Or was was it on a weekend? Okay. It was a weekend. So I was free. You always take the day off though, right? Yeah. 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 No matter what. I don't care. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When it's, when it's a, do you want to do something with your friends? I say, well, yeah. Well, what do you want to do? And it's just nothing. You just know, hang out. Naughty. I don't know. Just come over. We'll crack open a few beers and just hang, catch up. Maybe. Like that sounds nice. But <laughs> yeah. I just, I, dude, let's do it. Eleven <laughs> months. Throw it on the calendar. I just haven't. It's also been COVID, right? That's what I'm trying to like, think. People is, didn't have birthdays sad? for am two just, years. Am I just sad with my existence, or is it like COVID brain? No, existence is just sad now. It is. That's what. Well, it is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> But I'm just thinking of, see, you like that shit. What? Like when we went to Jay Gilbert's. Oh my God. When I treated you. Yeah. Tell me about it again. (laughs) Which by the way, that was the nicest day anybody's ever taken me on. (laughs) 
the check was insane. <laughs> and I was like, I feel bad. I know he just got a buttload of money from his new job, but this feels weird. <laughs> I, I, I figured, no, I figured that it was a nice, here's the thing. There's a weird, okay, I think I got it. I think I got it. There's a weird certain type of happiness and joy that you have for something as simple and as free, as free as it can be, of the company of people that you care about. And those moments of being out with friends and just having cheap beers yes. or just laughing with a bunch of friends over nachos yes. or whatever, those moments are so nice. And what happens is when you hit 30 or what happens over time is just you realize that those are nice moments, but the weight of the reality of your day-to-day, which is the majority of your existence, weighs so heavy on you at all times. It's like this this ever-present uh, uh, being that pressures and weighs down on you. So it's this thing that, it's the cloud that follows you that rains all the time, right? It's this thing that no matter how you're with, maybe I'm describing depression, but it's this thing that when you're with a group of friends as you get older, that that cloud is there that that presence is there of just yes you're all getting older now like yes look at each other look how much you've changed it's just all these things life is fleeting yeah all these <laughs> all these thoughts all these things that happen that just become more f- to the forefront of the thought process of just something as simple as hey let's go out with friends all of a sudden it turns into well these two friends live too far away uh those two friends have children so they can't break away so they're not available uh so that leaves like these two people so out of the original six uh i have two maybes who could show up and at the end of the day when we get there it's going to be cool for the first five minutes and then we're going to be pretty tired because we're all tired adults (laughs) you have bedtimes again now we're gonna and yeah and then we're gonna be reminded of the joy and the energy of when you don't have the miles on the tires of living through the life that you live, that we all live through because it's the actual plan of us being cogs in the machine of society that nobody acknowledges or talks about or gives awareness to until you're in the middle of it. And it's far too late to understand the impact of going through it while you're there and just see somebody like a 21 year old having fun. So it's stuff like like that. I think one, you may have a little bit of depression, might want to talk to someone. (laughs) And B, you nailed it. <laughs> like, that's getting older and with, with friends. I don't know. I think I'm happy for you. I, I think every once in a while you have to do some dumb stuff to like remind to like cling on to your youth. Uh, this weekend, I'm doing a Twilight movie marathon with some coworkers, and it's the dumbest thing I've ever been excited to do in a long, long time. But it's going to be fun. And there's probably going to be a, a bunch of a bunch of booze going around and some fun food and pizza or something maybe, and we're all gonna laugh and heckle the movie and and have a good time. But um, yeah, that's like that's not like a thing that thirty year olds do, really, is it? I don't know. Maybe it's just a thing that fun people do. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think. Like, you don't you don't have fun when you're older, though, right? <laughs> But maybe if you maybe have, that's just me. No, it's just it's depends on the people. Like you have fun like three times a week. You play video games with your friend. That's not an old person thing to do. I play video games. I play hockey. Yeah, I podcast. I work out. And it's you have a lot of things that you found that bring you like a constant level of happiness. Yeah, where it's not like 
the giant peaks and valleys of fun that you had when you were in your 20s and things like that. Like, go out to the bar, have the best night ever and the worst morning ever after. <laughs> Where it's just like, oh, hockey's fun. Oh, Warzone's fun. This is yeah. fun. Uh, podcast is fun. Yeah. And it's, it's always just fun. This is nice. And, like, we found, like low risk but constant reward fun uh, yeah also the other difference too is i have convenient fun yeah right so i work from home i don't have to deal with traffic i work out at home i don't have to share or waste time at a gym going yeah. to or from yeah i play on a computer in my house i don't have to travel or go anywhere or get changed for that i can go straight to bed when i want to stop and go to bed mm-hmm. uh if I drink, it's at home. I don't have to worry about driving and over drinking, and I already paid for it, so I saved money. Mm. I the saving money part is fun, but I do miss going out to bars and restaurants with my friends. I do, but then see, here's what happens to me now, and I think this is definitely COVID. I think this is definitely a COVID thing. I think now of like if you called me on, if you called me up tomorrow, and let's say or Saturday, and you said, "Hey, uh, I'm I'm at blah 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 bar." Yeah. Do you want to come hang out? Yeah. All my plans fell through and I'm just trying to grab a drink. Yeah. Would you want to come chill? Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I would, if I was free, I would say, yeah, sure. But as I said, yeah, sure. I would be thinking, so how far away is that? <laughs> What's the parking situation? How busy it's going to be? But would you be excited to go out? Yeah, I'd be, I would be, no, I would be happy to be able to see you. Yeah. Would I be excited about the prospect of driving to a location, finding parking, parking on a busy Saturday night, elbowing my way to the bar, finding you and yelling your name, getting drinks whenever the bartender frees up to get us, and then we can go outside to finally find an area to just chill and where it's where it's not as loud? No. Yeah. But seeing you would be cool. Yeah. And that's a positive part. But I think it's maybe the fact that like you said, I have such convenient fun. Yeah. That I don't have inconvenient fun. Yeah. And because of that, it's just anything that's slightly inconvenient now is magnified where I go, ooh, see, pre-COVID, that was the standard. New COVID, I don't got to do that. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I learned how to work from home and I learned how to drink from home. Yes, exactly. It's just... It's just, ooh, I could just invite people over. I have a spare bed if they ever had to, because if they were too drunk. Yeah. I have a queen-size bed here. Knock yourself out. Yeah. So it's, it's fine. And I think that's what's on my mind now. Interesting. Of course, all the other things I said beforehand are also on my mind. But yeah. I think the number one thing that comes to the forefront is how inconvenient will it be for me to experience this? Now, if you sold it to me, oh, hey, it's the red robin bar and there's nobody here i'll just be hey that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) five minutes down the road steak fries five minutes down the road there's there's burgers and fries there's nobody there it's easy parking let's go that's that's a no fucking brainer right okay noted but the (laughs) but the second you hit me with the oh hey we're 20 minutes 25 minutes away oh parking's in the street oh it's there's a cover charge Oh, it's really busy. You have to also have to feed the meter. Yeah, that's what I'm just thinking. Wait, is it even free parking at this point? Or I might have to fucking yeah. worry about a ticket. And then I'm just thinking... Those are the old days. Those were when we worked together at our last job. That was like every weekend. 
or something like that. We'd have to go struggle to find parking, walk a but little here's bit. here's the thing. Maybe carpool, find a designated driver, you, spend you, $20 on booze. Yes, $20. I, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe maybe for just a sippy, yeah. Oh. 20 bucks. <laughs> That's two, three drinks plus tip? Yeah. That's about what I'd get on a normal oh, night. Okay. I never go. I never went crazy at a bar. Oh. Oh, I either here. Here's how I always did it and still do. If I go to a bar and I'm driving, yeah. it's it's light to none. If I go to a bar and I'm not driving, it's balls to the wall. We're fucking. <laughs> no, that's only it's, I've only ever done that at someone's house. Or nope. my house. If I go to a bar and I'm not driving, it's it's. There's a very real possibility we're going window to the wall here. Jesus, just, <laughs> window to the wall, full on little John. Yes, <laughs> like just fucking open tab pints pints. I'll get first round. We're fucking going for it. We're enjoying ourselves. That's that's what I do. That's what I do. But that 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 solidifies the point you said about you said something about the hills of fun. And that's so mm. true because back in those days, it was so shit, <laughs> right? Yeah. Our eight hours a day working were shit. Oh, Fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. Not even eight hours. Nine hours. Yes. Nine hours of shit. And then we got out and it was so desperate that that hard pull and the climb to find happiness and the fucking peak. <laughs> Pulling nine G's, to, nine get to, G's to get the fucking happiness <laughs> any way you can. Like that's that was all worth it. That was the nine G's to get the, to get to the top. Yeah, that's what it was. The parking and the fucking uh, uh, how busy it was and screaming at the bar and getting a drink. That's what all that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd blast party music on the way over to like trick your brain into thinking you're like everything's over. We're having a fun time now. <laughs> I'm and then there and be like Woo! <laughs> i'm not tired my soul's not destructed by now like i'm good i'm good i'm good yeah. i promise yeah. i didn't just cry in the genius room <laughs> i'm totally fine yeah that's what it, that's what that was so i feel like that is the thing that covid killed yeah and i'm glad you still have it because i saw it in your eyes when i was sitting across from you on our date at jay gill's where I saw you were alive. Yes. You were so alive. I remember. I was just excited to get Frog Sleep for a good price. And you were just in the zone. It was a special day for yeah, me. Yeah, you were in the <laughs> zone. And I'm glad because I, I just kept thinking, I hope he likes this. I hope it's tasty. Hope he, I, still... if he, I was so afraid that you would have a bite and just go, it's not bad, it's steak. I was so afraid you were going to say that. No, I went nonverbal. <laughs> I could only express myself through like <laughs> good creative dance. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I still tell people about that time I went to Jake Gilbert's, <laughs> like, I just keep telling. Oh, you've never been. Oh my god, I've been once, but <laughs> it's it. Let me tell you, it's the best restaurant in the world. <laughs> And then when you're so full after, you could just kind of hold your belly and walk around Barnes Noble <laughs> until you feel better because it's good. right in the same in plaza. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that is my like, I that is the social arena in which I thrive is restaurant or bar uh, like bar, essentially like booth at a bar. Okay. Uh, that has like bar food, burgers, fried pickles, chicken wings, fries. 
and just tons of stuff on tap and dark maybe maybe it's a little loud where you kind of have to raise your voice to talk to your friends and your voice is sore at the end of the night but not so loud where you can like barely hear each other i hate that moment when you're like screaming a conversation and someone still says something and they're screaming and you just have to nod and pretend hope it wasn't a question open mics (laughs) and fucking cover bands fuck off See, those were my Wednesday nights every every week back in those days. You you went to a couple of them. Those were different. Yeah. Those were very different. I'm talking the Friday, Saturday, Sunday ones. Yeah. Where it's it's like a full house. Yeah. And it's just, whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? I'm here to have a drink with a friend. That's it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody else there is, woo, Saturday, woo. And it was just <laughs> wanted to get fucking hammered. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I used to not understand those people. Just, okay. Why is that dude this hyped and that drunk for the, this night? It's the happiest three event? hours of his week. Yes, that's <laughs> that's exactly it. And now I know it's because that dude has been through some shit. His boss isn't here. Yes. This dude has the ability to just fucking let it go. Yeah. Just let go and let, let the ocean take him. That's... <laughs> Let the ocean drive the ocean the ship. of the main pub in Manchester. <laughs> Just drive the ship, yeah. and that's what it does. And that's why I go. I get it. Yeah. And I'm beginning to now. Just now, just in the past three months now. Yeah. Begin to understand when I sometimes drive out and I see people going out on a Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> and I'm drive. I'm go. Why is that place that packed on a Tuesday night? Yeah. Don't you, know. you have school? Yeah. Don't you have a job? Don't you got to wake up early for yeah. that shit? What are, you, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm so blown away by it. Yeah. I was going to hockey last night, driving through the capital, and the amount of cars that were out, I was I was actually nervous because I was thinking there's no way there's an event happening in the middle of the week that everybody's out to where they're directing traffic on six different like ramps and wow. exits. Yeah. Something wild was going down. I don't know what it was. It was either a concert or a game or some type of... I have no idea. Yeah. But I remember thinking, this is bonkers. What the fuck's going on? I hope it's not an emergency. <laughs> hope there's not like a bomb threat or something Jesus. going on here. Yeah, I was concerned. But then I, I was getting laced up. I was I was putting on my gear and I just went, oh my God. What if all those people were out to try to have fun on a Wednesday? I don't think so. If they're directing traffic... The the capital's infrastructure is more powerful than that. I don't know. There, it's say what you will about the 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 traffic in that city, but it the, there's much worse cities. I don't know. They've, they've kind of got a good thing. I don't going know on, what was happening yesterday, except for rush hour. <laughs> right, but just <laughs> dude, I I I used to always think I can't believe people are going out to dinner on a on a Tuesday night. I can't believe people are at the bar on a Monday. No, you know what it nope, is. I get it. Whenever it hits you. Whenever you need it, and whenever you're, uh, whenever you have enough energy for it, <laughs> it's it's when you need a win. <laughs> you it's, need a win, and you have the energy to go get it. <laughs> that's what those people are doing. Yeah, that dude who's eating his dinner at the bar on a Monday in that chain restaurant is doing it because that is that person's win. Yeah, for that day, that week. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's why they're doing it. And I realize they need a win, and that's why they're there. Yeah. Not because they maybe they do enjoy doing it and going there all the time, but when I see people in places where I go, you should 
You should be responsible drinking water, going to bed at a reasonable time at on this day, person. Yeah. Uh, and I used to always be dumbfounded as to how, why is that place so busy on this day? Nope, I get it. We get it. People need wins. Life sucks. Welcome, ba-da, to, th- ba-da, welcome to 30. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what this all was. That's what this is all about. Is as ready. you get older, you begin to realize that. I got three months of, of life left in me. <laughs> Until the big, the, the big death, the big little death. Yeah. yeah, yeah, beautiful. All right, all right. Well, well that was uplifting. That, yeah, to end it on a good note. Yeah, I think uh, uh, we're off next week. Uh, we are off next week. I will be traveling for my first vacation since 2019, so I will not be. Wow, around. you have so more than earned it. Don't forget, every time I took off was either for a holiday, which was not really a vacation, or to get chores done. Jesus. For past two years. I'm excited for you to live next week. <laughs> that sounds I'm, nice. I was actually anxious because I I, I I just haven't had a moment in my life recently where I was not tasked with something during a time off. You are going to feel that. I will warn you. And ignore it. Brush it off. If you have properly set up, like, I am going to be on vacation. Here is what to do in my absence. This person is taking that task. This person, please reach out to my boss. Blah, blah, blah. You will have a feeling like two days in where you're like, I'm not working. Something's wrong. <laughs> and just drop it. Just let it go. <laughs> I'm trying People to be, know when you're back. They're they're ready for you. They're I'm prepared be for this. Slightly routined. Yeah. I have a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday workout programmed. Yep. For basically a no gym workout. It's gonna involve running, jump ropes, it's gonna banded squats, bridges, glue bridges. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of a lot of stuff like that. And then I'll get to a gym Friday, Saturday. But yeah. If that's what makes you happy, then go for it. <laughs> I need some type of structure. But all right. With that note, we will talk to you. Or No, we won't. You'll hear from us in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks. And then after that, we'll talk about it then. But then I'll be off for a week because I'm also having my vacation. Yes. So we'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>